Welcome back to Making Sense Out of Life and the second episode of our podcast series about using AI in marketing, specifically kind of talking to marketers, business owners, and how they can use these tools ethically for their promotional and overall marketing efforts. I'm joined once again, my name's Jacob. I'm joined once again with Terrence. Hello, everyone. Uh, Thank you for joining us in our podcast again. And today we're gonna just be kind of talking about understanding the operational implementation of AI into businesses and the market. So the first topic I wanna get into is assessing your AI readiness. Um, So we understand that as a marketing business owner, the fear of not being ready for AI or not knowing the practical implementation can be a pain point. Let's address this by uh, discussing the significance of aligning AI with business goals and strategy as a marketer. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think as a marketer, I mean, we understand that marketing is just an an extended arm of your business and your business goals and strategy. Um, So, I mean, as a marketer and as some form of agency business owner, especially coming to the end of 2023, AI is here to stay. It's established itself. Like marketing should fully always align. And we all know this. And the integration of AI should follow the same flow. If we're not using these tools to make sure that everything's aligned and that the marketing implementations and operations are being done efficiently and effectively, um, then you're definitely going to be a little bit behind, I would say. So as a marketer, your promotional and outreach efforts must not only actually align operationally, but ethically to make sure that you're staying within your goals and allowing that consumer trust you've built up over X amount of years you've had your business to not dissipate because of AI or the AI tools. Yeah, so that's a great point. It would be kind of useless to use AI that doesn't align with your business goals and strategies. Um, So moving on to the next point, I just wanted to kind of talk about the importance of the need to evaluate technical, organizational, and cultural readiness for AI adoption within the company. Yeah, I think this is a huge one. I mean, actually, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's big CEO. He owns Vayner. X, which is a holding company for VaynerMedia and all these other companies where he's kind of the, the face of understanding new tools and content creation and doing things along those that realm. And he actually said that this is so, like, quote, this is something you have got to start training yourself and everyone around you on. And I, I think the main importance of this is really just the training. Like as a marketing leader, your AI education must extend past your own knowledge and actually integrate into the culture and implementation of the tactics through your team. Because in your team, in your business, in your marketing strategy, if people don't know what they're doing, then the leverage capability of the tools I think is going to dissipate. So I think that's really the main thing when it comes to assessing your readiness is assessing your education and how much training you actually have for yourself and for your team. Yeah, that's some great points you brought up, Jacob. You're not going to know where your business is going if you don't know how to use your AI for it. Um, let's go into the next topic here. I just want to bring up how to identify suitable AI use cases for marketing. Yeah, you know, Terrence, you you, met, you talked about this in the last episode, but I feel like it's just important to bring it up again as we really narrow into the specific areas where a marketer, especially someone who's not super advanced with AI, but kind of just trying to operationalize what they're currently doing with these tools. And those are things like we mentioned before with like customer segmentation, personalized uh, content recommendations or personalization through outreach, and also just the predictive analytics. Um, so I think that the main thing with this is identify these major categories that you're already doing within your marketing, within your operations, and then just start to see how the AI tools can start transitioning your process into something that might be more efficient. Yeah, so how important is it to start with achievable, impactful AI projects for a successful beginning? I mean, I think this is a huge point. Like AI is such a complicated field, let alone the fact that marketing is such a complicated field. Where if you don't, if you overwhelm yourself with the 
entire capability of AI is an entire system and an entire technology, you're gonna get overwhelmed and probably not be able to make it succeed in the beginning. So what I would say is really just don't go outside your comfort zone. Start by leveraging AI as a tool for something that you're doing currently. I'm gonna keep repeating that because I think it's so important where if you're doing email marketing, just find an AI tool that can make your email marketing process simpler instead of having to overcomplicate it or extend into something that you're not um, used to doing. Like for example, there's a real life example um, that like AI use in email marketing is one of the easiest and best ways to begin because of how much everyone uses it. The tools are advanced and they're very user friendly. So you can experiment with these operations you already know and just start to familiarize yourself with AI without the fear of needing to learn an entirely new skill or reframe the entire way you're doing your marketing or even doing the things from your company. All right, well, that concludes that topic. I just want to move into the next one, which is going to be choosing how, or how to choose the best AI tools for each marketer. Yeah, I mean, I think the funny part is I actually found a, a statistic on uh, medium.com. It said 2023 is a surprising year for AI with almost 7,000 tools and counting. So when you talk about choosing the best AI tools, like you got to make sure you're going with the ones that have some status between them so you're not just finding some rinky dinky ai technology that someone created in their garage but also making sure that out of the good ones you're still making the right choice okay so more on that topic i just want you to kind of give me a description of the diverse range of ai tools available and the importance of choosing the right one specifically for your company yeah i mean as a marketer and as a business owner, I mean, I've worked with a digital agency myself, um, so I kind of understand the space where there's a wide variety of tools for all these different purposes. Like, and as a business owner, or at least as an operational marketer, you need to make sure you're considering the logistics that are actually behind the tools. Because if you don't know how it's going to tangibly work, then the tool is gonna be a big issue. So the variety can range from pretty much anything. Anything you can envision, digital marketing wise, or even marketing promotion, or anything along those lines, and AI can probably do it. So it's about finding which sector of tools you wanna to dive into, and then learning which ones and finding the best options for those specifically. Yeah, so we would have to consider factors like ease of use, uh, scalability, and compatibility with these existing systems when we're selecting our brand new AI tools, right? And the easier it is to transfer operations instead of creating new one, new SOPs, the better success we'll have. And um, also, you want to consider the possibility of partnering with AI specialists or companies to accelerate implementation and to ensure best practices. For you know, the most yeah, yeah, yeah. I think best practices is what you're saying. Like, that's a really good point because if you're trying to consider something like scalability, compatibility, um, I mean, especially scalability, like if you can't get the ground running and get the the ball rolling with everything, um, it's gonna be really tough. So I, I see nothing wrong with doing some intensive research or even investing into, like, like you said, maybe um, an AI specialist or actually a partner company. Because then like, if you actually understand the tools and how to use it, all these other things are gonna be like so much easier and so much more successful in the future. Yeah, so marketing is all about adaptation, like we said in the first episode, and testing these adaptations. And you know what? The less mistakes you make, the less money and more time, or and more time you will lose. So, with that said, uh, finding a partner company to mentor or educate you on AI is a very smart option that businesses should be looking into. Yeah. So, I mean, if we talk about, I know we had such a, such a wide range, but if we really look at maybe the top three, what would you say are like the top three tools that a marketer today could go on Google search for, and what is the primary focus of that platform? 
Yeah, so some of the uh, tools that are already out there and I would say would fall into the category of top three would be a ChatGPT. And this is a conversation on dynamic natural language processing AI. Um, there's Jasper, which is, gives your brand, it's a brand voice and marketing collateral creation. And then Cloud, which is a task management and facilitation AI bot. Um, and with that, I kind of wanted to wrap up this topic and move on to the next topic, which is actively preparing your team and protocols for AI. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, as I've said a couple times here, as a marketer, especially if you're in a higher level, some form of executive position, there's gonna be a team under you and it shouldn't rely on them to fully understand AI. That's really gonna be up to the marketer to understand how it's gonna work overall for the marketing and put it in a way that's teachable, expandable, and scalable to a team. So, I mean, as you know, the idea, I mean, yeah, Terrence, we learned that we learned this as we were going through like marketing classes in school, and I know I've seen this in the real world. But marketing consistency and messaging consistency is imperative to operations and success. Like you have to make sure that your team, who's operating through you and under you, understands the tools to the exact same capacity that you would as the professional marketer, without sacrificing structure. Because without structure, without marketing protocols, we might go off the rails, which could detriment brand. It could detriment the way that your consumers view you. And those are things that as marketers we need to make sure um, that we're avoiding. Yeah, and I think a great way to tackle some of those problems would be to create these cross-functional teams to encourage collaboration and knowledge sharing. So each position would be, should be able to work together to get a full grasp of the AI capabilities for their role and the eth ethical implications that go into these new practices. Yeah, you know, I think that is a really good idea. Just, just the idea that, I mean, we're all humans and I mean, we're talking about AI, so maybe just the idea of being able to come full circle back to humans where no matter how good the AIs get, if the humans don't understand it, it won't work. If your partners and your team and the people that are operating in your company don't understand it, then it's not going to fully work. So, I mean, I think the main thing for this episode that I would want a marketer and especially a business owner in marketing would be able to take away is the actual implementation. Like we talked about how scary it is that without 100% knowledge or 100% capability, it might seem really frightening to dive into AI when there's so many intricacies and you wouldn't want to sacrifice anything on the business side or anything on the marketing scope side. Because I mean, I mean, what would you say overall with marketing and branding and just those really consistent factors that as marketers we want to consider, how would you say that a marketer should navigate AI without deviating from, you know, the, the path that they've created over these years? Yeah, I think we could just kind of summarize what you were saying today, um, where you'd be able to do all these tasks by making sure your AI is ready, assessing your AI, making sure it's ready to take on these new roles, um, and then identifying the suitable cases for marketing. Um, and then from there, you would choose the best AI tool that you have now picked for your market. And then after that, you want to actively prepare your team and set protocols that would would enable your team to tackle the use of AI the most ethical and clean way possible. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think to come full circle and kind of we mentioned in the first episode, and this can be a consistent theme throughout the entire series, is just always making sure the ethical considerations are something that are being acknowledged and at least thought about when we go through this process of, of understanding not just the tools and the tangibility and all the operations, but always understanding that not just you, but your team has to know that you cannot use 
data without asking for permission. You wanna make sure you're using AI for content creation and personalization, but acknowledging that, it, that, in, that you should still put a creative spin on it, put your brand voice on it, put your tone, put just all the things that we understand as marketers. But then overall, um, that's kind of it for this episode of really just understanding the, the implications of these tools and what we're talking about. And uh, I appreciate everyone listening and I'm excited to, as you guys listen to episode three, um, where Connor and Matt are actually gonna dive into the trend research and capitalization of AI and how to make sure that you understand the type of research you should be doing. Uh, kind of everything we talked about, but really understanding where you should look, what you should be looking for, um, and also some success stories with that. So with that said, um, I, I thank you for listening and Terrence and I will catch you later on the next one. All right, thank you, bye-bye.